Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Summoning Hour AFK number two. Uh, I honestly wasn't expecting to record something as big as this today, but it came out this morning, and apparently it's been maybe some hush-hush news for the last, uh, let's see, last day or so. But Fortnite developer Epic Games is partnering with PlayVS for high school and collegiate Fortnite esports. Now, schools and companies doing tournaments, that's not a new thing. I mean, even the last AFK was about the EGF Power 5 Invitational. No big deal. Like, it's it's the right kind of event. It's what I was expecting more of from kind of the traditional NCAA structure of things and having the conferences and all of that's well known and people can participate in those and really just kind of be acclimated quite quickly but this is different because i mean csl college cods collegiate r6 they don't have relationships with the developer like csl might with certain games and just being like yeah you can run it this way that way whatever uh i could see overwatch and league of legends being a little more restricted based off of how they want to run it versus how Tespo and Blizzard, Activision Blizzard, wants to run their tournaments and everything, but this is still different. One, because it's Fortnite. You cannot ignore how much of a media spotlight this is giving gaming right now. Like, we thought we thought Ninja was brought to relevance because of Fortnite and what he was doing with esports, and we thought that Fortnite came from that or like that was something to do with him but the meteoric rise of fortnite alone is what's prompting this and i think it's the right move like play vs has been around for since like april of 2018 i think uh and they're with wanting to bring esports to high schools and colleges like that's pretty cool like that's that next evolutionary step we're seeing colleges getting into it now we're seeing high schools get in on it, and we're seeing even some middle schools get in on esports. But for PlayVS to make the deal with the developer to run a collegiate and high school league, separate leagues for high school and college, that's huge. And considering it looks like the tournaments that they're scheduling are duos, maybe either duos or full squads, it's kind of insane. Like, this is a low-impact setting. PlayVS has all their tech. They have all their settings. They, they've run numerous other tournaments already. They know how to extend this. In fact, they announced this either today or early yesterday. There's already a spring 2020 schedule for Fortnite with registration dates and everything ready to go. Like, they know what they're doing. That's that is much as plain and as simple to, as anyone can see. So this is exciting. Like Fortnite, huge game, massive game, completely underestimated game in terms of influence. I mean, there was articles, uh, what was it last week, maybe the week before, about how Fortnite could become a metaverse or something along the lines of what you read, read about in the book Ready Player One or saw the movie about. Something like that where it's all-encompassing and it, it lives in its own space. There are unique rules there. There's unique interactions that only happen there. Now, that besides that growing power of Fortnite, just look at the negotiations that they've done over the last year. You've got Star Wars. You've got 
DJs coming in doing live events, you have a complete shutdown of their game with a black hole that still garnered more attention than most other games get across Steam, across Twitch, across active players, period, which is just nuts. Just nuts. And then all the NFL partnerships. You can bet that Fortnite will be represented at the Super Bowl. I'm putting... I would almost put money on it that you will see some sort of Fortnite NFL happening at the Super Bowl or around the Super Bowl timing. There will be some sort of event because that's the power that they have. They've already struck this deal. They got the jerseys in uh, a couple times last year. I believe it was initially or it was last year around the Super Bowl and then a few months prior when they initially offered the NFL jerseys in-game as skin. There's going to be something more. There is no way that Epic isn't doing more with the NFL. Now, if you think about the age of high schoolers and college players, and they're getting in on Fortnite, which all, almost everyone in college and high school has probably played Fortnite at this point, almost like League of Legends back 2012, 2013, or yeah, 2013. So yeah, for, I mean, Fortnite is a crazy popular game. Absolutely crazy. These high schools and these colleges will have no problem setting up teams for this. I mean, right now, there are teams across professional uh, organizations that have Fortnite streamers and players, and they go to the seldom events that happen. The World Cup, um, the winter, I forget what they call them, the winter and the spring, and some of the other tournaments that they throw. There, There have been multiple Fortnite tournaments, but that's it. There's no formal league. There's no real oomph behind Fortnite esports. And there's a separate reason for that, and I might dive into that, put my game developer hat back on. Uh, but if I think about colleges hopping in to something that's already formulated, handled from the outside, the dues are nothing special. This for, first Fortnite uh, league is free. There's no registration costs. Epic's covering it. So again, huge buy-in opportunities here and huge opportunities for schools. This is still the main thing. Huge opportunity for schools, regardless of whether or not you are a traditional sport, triple A size school, or a single A, or not even considered an A, uh, community college or local college, whatever. If you can field a team, you can participate. That level of accessibility is now, we're bringing free to play commerce to free-to-play esports which opening accessibility is just massive and i think that's a note that a lot of the industry has taken note of from uh, activision blizzard standards when it came to world of warcraft we saw accessibility was king this is that next step play vs has the infrastructure now they have a title and something that's nailed down so this is like Overwatch League being owned by Activision Blizzard. But Play Play VS is more like ESL, uh, IEM, all of them. So you have that level of ownership with the collegiate and high school space. This is this one event, this one announcement, and seeing how this league pulls off, pulls itself off. Actually, you know what? It doesn't even matter how well this league does because it's still Fortnite, it's college, and it's high school. You will get 
you will get players to play, hands down, no problem, and it will be a success from a business perspective. And it'll be a success because players will want to do it again next year. Or this is the spring season, there'll be summer season, there'll be fall season, there'll be winter seasons. It's going to be awesome. If one thing, if one thing happens, it's that Epic knows how to do seasonal content and they can easily apply that to esports. This might be an experiment for them at seeing what a league structure would be like with a minimal buy-in because all the other events I believe they've hosted themselves with PlayVS coming in and say, we have the infrastructure, we have the reach, and we just want to accommodate everything for you. I mean, there must have been some negotiations and everything, right? But for them to be willing to put it all on the table to do something Epic has not, that's a big deal. For more organizations to be developing that direct relationship with a game developer to own the rights to a collegiate league or a high school league, that's just going to blow up the expansion into these spaces because it's Fortnite. Not because it's PlayVS, despite their ridiculous amounts of money, that capital that they've raised, and how they're operating, and how they just seem to have win after win after win, which massive kudos to them. I'm going to have to have them on the podcast, so uh, or hopefully maybe get Delane Parnell on here. That would be, pardon the pun, epic. Uh, and there's still just there's incredible stats behind this already. So. With high school expansion, the uh, NFHS, I believe that's National Federation of High Schools, uh, which is like the NCAA for high schools, with their involvement, it's it's been crazy growth for them. So since launch, more than 13,000 high schools have joined the waitlist to get a varsity esports team through PlayVS, which represents 68% of the country. Now, that, that's a direct quote from a TechCrunch article uh, talking about this. And when you think about that, and it's just PlayVS says that over just over 14,000 high schools in the United States have a football program. That's the level that this is already generating. This is already where that interest is at, but there's never been a place for it. There's never been a game for it that's been supported like this. Now, like, TESPA, you could argue, is being act- is all Activision Blizzard, and they've done Heroes of the Dorm, they've done the Collegiate uh, Overwatch, they've done, I think they did StarCraft II, I think they've done Hearthstone. And so you have a lot like that, but those individual games are nothing to the monstrosity that is Fortnite. Like, Overwatch was popular. You look at the numbers from the Overwatch League the last two years, it's not exactly a happy story. And there's a lot of doom and gloom around the league right now. There's a lot of questions around even the Call of Duty League right now. So, the this space is asking a lot of, it's going to answer a lot of questions. Is collegiate esports viable for other games is there is high school esports viable is there a way to get this into the culture to where things like scheduling isn't on the players and the volunteers to do but it's really down to the staff that's going to be supporting it will there be high school staffs that are just 
dedicated to this. This is all the exciting stuff that's going to happen, my guess, in the next year. Like, there are very, very few people are dedicated to esports in middle school. I'd probably say a dozen. That would be my guess. Outside of people like play VS and but like people faculty at schools, I'd probably guess that there's less than 12 across the country in middle school and junior high and that kind of stuff. High school, I could saw a pro- maybe see. I don't know. Uh, well, there's a whole league already set up in a school district in Oklahoma, so you know what? I could probably go as high as like a couple hundred people total who know anything about esports probably and most of them are probably still figuring it out at the moment but college is huge right now like my the collegiate r6 league had over 200 teams uh, in their last season college cod i think was over 140 teams last night there if i'm i'm probably not recalling that number right i know it was over 100 maybe in the 120s i'm thinking 140s though so these schools have these player populations. I mean, University of Washington has, I believe, over 40,000 students. Do you believe that there are four gamers who can cooperate together to try and play some Fortnite together? Or if it's only duos? Yeah, I bet you you could find them. Do you think you could find two gamers who play Fortnite in the, like the middle of Missouri who can get along together, who also go to like Missouri State University or University of Missouri, whatever. Like, yeah, I bet you could find two people. I bet this is also going to be the problem, is that this is one problem that collegiate and high school esports are going to have to solve. With Are they going to only allow one team to, be, to represent the school? That's going to be kind of weird considering that we're looking at teams of one to four depending on different esports so your varsity it's it might even actually have to be managed more like chess teams and even tag battles or like how crew battles work in fighting games that would be incredible depending on the roster you support that standardizing team sizes that's going to be crazy that's going to be figuring out what's right and a lot of these i don't think that there's necessarily right answers right now this is part of why it's all wild west in esports in general but especially in this space is that what's right right now what's right for you right now what's right with these titles right now but what happens when tft or a new genre shows up tft being the auto battler like what happens if that becomes an esport what happens if there's another new genre how fast can people like play vs jump on like granted they they started in 2018 which was in april 2018 so that was probably what a few months before or after fortnite really launched i think that was after i think fortnite was like 2017 now that i think about it um but thinking about if this was a deal that PlayVS wanted to pursue since their inception, which I could totally see it being because not addressing the giant elephant in the room with Fortnite would just kind of be a giant business miss. They are addressing it. They are calling it out and they've been pursuing it. And for them to land it, it's just going to be that big for collegiate esports. I believe it. I, I believe just like Ninja did what Ninja did for streaming and making that popu- more popular, more visible to pop culture, 
and what 100 Thieves is doing to make it more pop culture, more lifestyle, I think a lot of that is going to start translating to college execution and high school execution. A lot of the media platforms, social media platforms, streaming sites, all of them, all of these schools are going to be tremendous content creation powerhouses because that's what students want to do i can only imagine the number of students who want to be streamers or content creators on youtube or whatever covering one topic or another people like me who are just doing podcasts for fun this is incredible this is that that catalyst in my mind this is the catalyst that grows these things and other games in the future and even the current games are going to have to think about how they apply themselves to this Fortnite and Epic, they have the luxury of, have, of being like the biggest game in the West. I, I don't know how it compares to some of the games in China and Asia just because there's not a lot of data on it or I'm not willing to dump $5,000 to find out what games are super popular and what they're doing monetarily. But as far as the Western audience knows, as far as I know, Fortnite is just absolutely crushing it absolutely crushing it and this is where media attention is so while maybe they're not the most profitable game ever which i still think is probably the case they still have the most media attention on them fortnite is more understood by others because of folks like ninja because of the adoption rate of the game by like kids and their at six years old kids who want to play that kids who want to be like ninja kids who want to be like tim the tap man playing fortnite whoever it's got the attention. And it's got the attention of kids who are in school and who want to get better at it. This is all we could really ask as far as esports fans and especially those of us in the collegiate space. This is all we could want, period. This is nuts. I, I'm, I'm still going off on this, and I'm sorry I'm kind of rambling, but this is... It's all new to me. I'm catching up on the details. I'm trying to figure this out as well. Uh, for the most part, here's the details. Registration for the first seasons closes on February 17th. For high schools, February 24th. For colleges and universities, the season officially kicks off March 2nd. So there's still time to figure it out and get more news out there. Oh, the format for competition will be duos. Organizations can submit as many teams as two as many teams of two as they like, the top teams will be invited to playoffs with a chance to win a spot in the championship in May. I, If they pull off a LAN event for the championship, they will be so far ahead of any other collegiate esport league. It's not even funny. It's not even funny. These LANs, just like I said on Monday a LAN event or events like where there's invitational and competition are going to drive so much attention. I, th I mean, this is all still speculation. We're trying to see it prove out with Call of Duty League and Overwatch League and geolocated matches that are outside of LA because League of Legends, all that kind of stuff. Home and away games, they don't do those. Uh, it's all in the central studio wherever they're recording or playing with those different uh, locations. So there's differences there, but we're trying, we're still trying to prove out that people will come out to these events, that it's long-term profitable. Actually, you know what? I'm going to correct myself. Events like ESL, IEM, BlizzCon, they sell out. People go to watch those events. 
people are willing to go to those things. Whether or not people are willing to go to seasonal games where it's every other week kind of thing, that's different. This setup sounds like it's going to be all online, but my hope is that the championship is actually a LAN. That LAN has a huge opportunity. Between inviting universities, between getting university faculty to go out to the first ever play vs fortnite epic games uh united states national college championship there's going to be a whole lot of elbow rubbing there there's going to be a whole lot of hand wringing too which i hope to cut down on or make sure that it's at least in the right places right organizations not the universities but this is going to be what kicks off people taking notice of collegiate esports not to knock anyone i think all the collegiate leagues up to this point they've been doing the best they can there it reminds me a lot of the fighting game uh scene where tons of volunteers putting these things together and the community is what lifts them up and they make it sustainable that way but they're still always questioning the production quality they're still questioning how they can grow how they can do better something like this gives a lot of their efforts a lot of legs and I'm not knocking any of those leagues. In fact, those other leagues should probably be thankful that Plavius is coming in and putting the spotlight on collegiate period because now, let's take uh, Rainbow Six, for example. There is college Rainbow Six, collegiate Rainbow Six, and the CEA Siege collegiate Rainbow Six league. Three different leagues, some of the teams participate in one, some of them participate in two, some of them participate in all three. But there's no integrity behind that. Ubisoft doesn't get any of that. They're not managing any of that. They might be helping with just like some back-end pointers kind of thing, but they're not doing any of the work. These groups are volunteers or people who have started a business trying to host this stu- host hoist these games up and make these things work. And they're doing a great job with what they've got, but they don't have like Play VS's $96 million that they've raised since launch. They don't have that. They don't have the infrastructure to support that. They don't have the tech. They don't have the staffing. That's been a lot of the, the debate lately is that they just don't have the staffing. So there you have it. Um, and I lost my train of thought, just jumping detail to detail. Uh, but ah, here we go. What this event, what this league with PlayVS and Fortnite is going to do is it's going to make those developers put their eyes on PlayVS potentially. And then PlayVS says, hey, we're going to own, we're going to strike this deal with the developer. Those other leagues probably die in the, in the crossfire or they get bought out by PlayVS because like the guys who run the teams uh, individuals and volunteers who run College Cod, their staff is all over. Probably hands down the nicest people that I've seen talk about each other in public, and they they are really grinding to make this the best league out there. I could see Activision Blizzard being like, "Hey, you know what? Come work with us." Bye. We see the potential of collegiate esports. There you go. And now that. CODs come out. I don't even know if TESPA has anything to do with them, but probably should. And seeing the talent that's come out of College COD, uh, what was it? No, uh, J Pro, one of the one of the leads behind College COD. He's now a professional observer for Call of Duty League. That's a good step. 
get someone in on the league side, and then you can get other people also on the league side, but handling a collegiate league. This stuff extends and proves itself out, and the credibility and the spotlight that Epic and Fortnite are putting with PlayVS to the general public for making it more mainstream and pop culture acceptable, that's what this has done. I think that's pretty cool. But feel free to leave me your feedback at anger.fm slash the summoning hour slash message or anywhere on social media at Warlock Recall. That's me. And I look forward to doing another one of these AFK AFK segments as well as getting back to the regular podcast schedule, which I have had a tremendous trouble actually narrowing in on guests and getting people onto the show. So if you know anyone or if you are anyone who would like to be on the show please again reach out to me we'll schedule something we will make it work i will make it work i'm i try to be as flexible as possible to make these things work because a lot of the people i interview are college students and they still have the responsibilities and i try not to get in the way of that but that's ultimately their decision i do try and be flexible but i can only do so much um that's it for me i will talk to you again soon and i can't wait to see how this pans out Yeah.